Would you go to Universal Studios Park again? 100%. There you have it. Welcome back, everybody. This week's bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast brought to you by My Path Unwinding Travel. And Sam, it ain't Disney today. No, sir, it is not. Because this duo, this duo plus, actually, because Nathan accompanied us, went to Universal Orlando, gasp, for a VIP tour day. Sam had not been on Hagrid's Motorbike Express or Velocicoaster, and I really wanted to introduce her to those two rides, and Nathan had never been to Universal Orlando before, and has become quite the theme park junkie, and so we wanted to get him on some of the big coasters to see what he thought, and so today we're going to be chatting about our experience on the Universal Orlando VIP tour. All right, so just to describe this experience, this is not like a Disney private VIP tour. Universal Orlando does offer those, but that is not what we paid for. Instead, when you buy your tickets at Universal Orlando, you can book a ticket add-on experience, which is a group VIP tour. You'll be put into a group of about 12 people, 12 is the max. Um, and so if you're a party of three, you pay the ticket fee add-on and then you get added into a group and they fill the groups until they are full for the day. The price for this varies depending on time of year, day of week, all of that fun stuff. But it was about a $500 ticket add-on, I think a $450 ticket add-on to the base price of our park hopping tickets. They do offer a one park VIP tour, but I'll tell you, Universal Orlando, the parks are connected and very close to one another. Lots of great coasters in both parks. And so I always get a park hopping ticket for Universal Orlando. The VIP tour amenities include valet parking, so complimentary valet parking. After you check in for your tour, you get breakfast uh, before the tour starts. So our tour was set for 1030, which meant it would depart at about 11. And so we had a half hour time for a buffet breakfast. Uh, We'll talk about kind of that experience in a second. Uh, So buffet breakfast, you have a VIP tour guide. They start the tour by letting you know you'll probably ride between 10 and 12 attractions on the day. There is a break at lunch. uh, And so we had a complimentary lunch provided by Universal Orlando, which we'll talk about in a second. And the tour generally lasts about six to seven hours with the guide. Our tour started at 10.30 and ended about 5.30 for the evening. And that included our half-hour breakfast and our one-hour lunch break. I should also mention that with the VIP tour, you get a 10% discount on most U of O or Universal Orlando merchandise and food locations. And your VIP tour pass also acts as an unlimited max pass for the remainder of your time at Universal Orlando for the day. So if your tour ends at 4.30, you can keep riding rides with an unlimited max pass for the rest of the day. Sorry, they call it Express Pass. I'm saying max pass. All right. So Sam, we started off our day with... Uh, with some valet parking, took the walkway over, were greeted at the VIP tour check-in. What did you think of the experience from, from that point on? Well, I think the check-in process and the valet process were extremely smooth. I thought this was a huge benefit for the valet parking. The valet parking for, I think it was like two hours was like 40 some dollars. And for the day, it was $75. So that was a huge value in the $75 uh, parking. And it was really much, much closer than self-parking. The check-in was also like super smooth. We didn't have to wait at line at the regular turnstiles. Um, it was very, very quick to get actually into the park and then directed to the restaurant where our buffet breakfast was served. The one, I think, sort of difference is that, you know, their staff didn't walk us like to the breakfast. They just directed us and we walked ourselves to the breakfast. So I would think at Disney, they would probably have escorted you. 
but we didn't really need it. It wasn't confusing. It was really close by. They were The staff was super friendly. We get to the breakfast. And as I mentioned, it was a breakfast buffet. They had scrambled eggs. They had an oatmeal flan, like a baked thing. So it was more like a muffin. They had um, some kind of um, biscuits with vegetables and stuff in them. They had bacon, breakfast potatoes, pancakes, and oh, and they also had like fruit and some toppings as well as some breads and pastries. So it was a decent spread. Um, you couldn't get any kind of like omelet or eggs any other way than sort of the vat of scrambled eggs that they had. But it was actually, I think, perfect because we hadn't eaten breakfast yet. We had gotten off the ship without eating breakfast because we needed to get over back to Orlando to drop off our luggage at the Riviera Hotel and then get over to Orlando for this experience. I thought it was great that breakfast was included. Was it the best breakfast I've ever had? No, certainly wasn't. But it was nice that it was included. And frankly, I didn't want to eat too much because I knew we were going to start the day with some mighty big roller coasters. So one of the things the tour guide had mentioned, as Brian said, we, we would hit four or we would hit ten to twelve rides or attractions uh, throughout the day. Spoiler: we ended up hitting more than that. I won't say how many. But we did start out the day with a bang in the sense that we were going to hit some of the bigger coasters early in the morning. In particular, it was you know a very hot August day. And so the, our guide told us we were heading over to Islands of Adventure first because that apparently is the hotter park, meaning there's more uh, walking and in, un, in non-shaded areas as opposed to in the Universal Park uh, has more waiting in uh, air conditioning and has more sort of indoor rides. So we were going to hit the hotter rides temperature-wise first over at Islands of Adventure and then come back over to the Universal Park to kind of finish out the day. We were going to have lunch at Islands of Adventure at 2 p.m. The rides, I can't, I can honestly tell you, I can't remember the order of the rides. So I'm going to let Brian uh, touch on that. And then we'll talk about uh, which rides we liked and what we didn't love. All right. So I can give you the itinerary of the day. So we start off with a ride from, so we start off the day with our breakfast in Universal. So we start off our day in Universal Studios Orlando with breakfast. We walked from our breakfast location over to the Hogwarts Express for our first attraction of the day. Should highlight that any attractions we rode, we entered through the exit line, backstage areas, other ways to get us to the very front of the line. The VIP tour guide told us at the start of the day that our group would be on the next car of every ride that we were on. So it wasn't just putting you in an express lane or something like that. They were actually going to lead you onto the ride, make sure you got on quickly. Okay, so we started at Hogwarts Express, took that over to Hogsmeade, and we got off. We did Hagrid's Motorbike Express next, left that ride, and we went to Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, I believe it's called, and rode that ride. We then left that ride and we headed over to Islands of Jurassic Park or something. It has a name. Anyway, headed over there. We rode a Velocicoaster as well as the Jurassic Park Flume Ride, I will call it, or Water Ride. Left that ride. We head over. We did King Kong. Left King Kong did the Amazing Spider-Man. Left Spider-Man did the Incredible Hulk Coaster. And at that point, we took a break for lunch. So all told, that was eight rides that we got done between 10.30 and about 2 o'clock, and actually really 11 a.m. and 2 o'clock, and then we had a one-hour break for lunch. We'll talk about the lunch meal in a second uh, to describe that. After lunch, so we got out about 3 o'clock. After lunch, we headed back over to Universal Orlando. We made a stop along the way in the studio's building to walk through and see some photos they had up in a little bit of a backstage area. Uh, but once we got out of the studio's building, we came out right around Rip, Rip Ride and Rocket, Rocket and Roller Rocket, something like that. The big red roller coaster, Rip Ride and Rocket, big red roller coaster up at the front of the park. 
And we head straight to the Jason Bourne stunt show. Watched that uh, because it was nice in an air conditioning. After we got out of the Bourne stunt show, we walked over and we actually got to ride the brand new Villain Con ride at Universal Orlando that opened the day we were there for the tour. Uh, this is a new ride that Universal has put out. It is a game playing ride where you are given a blaster and you stand on a moving walkway that takes you from room to room and you shoot various targets and stuff on a screen for points. Uh, they do have an app attached to it where you can keep track of your score and continue to accumulate points and do some other experiences around the park. After VillainCon, we then went over to the Rip Ride and Rocket. Uh, did that ride once. Uh, after that, we headed over to Mummy. Then we did the Gringotts ride and we finished off the day with the Men in Black ride, which, by the way, got a spectacular backstage opportunity at the Men in Black ride. Uh, There's a portion of that ride where you walk onto the immigration floor. And uh, if you're riding the ride as a regular passenger, I'll say, you're walking a catwalk around that floor. The guide actually took us down onto the floor. We could sit at the desks. We could sit in these like special space chairs they had. We could interact with um, the robotic, uh, animatronic aliens they have manning the desk. We could take as many pictures as we wanted. People were definitely staring at us as they were walking the catwalk, wanting to know how we got down there. But rounded out the day with that for a grand total of 14 attractions at Universal Orlando in our six to seven hour tour of the day. So Sam, why don't you talk about some of your highlights of rides and the food experience generally beyond breakfast? So I was super impressed with the experience overall. Um, I really liked some of the backstage access that we got. We got to go actually underneath a portion of the mummy ride and kind of see the track. And we got to even see remnants of the old ride that was um, in in that same space. So uh, while the ride was running, we actually got to stand like under the track. So there was some just some really cool, as Brian mentioned, the men in black um, backstage access and and also looking at the the back lot production facilities. So there were, I thought, some really great backstage um, access. Also, I have to give a shout out to Avalon, who was our tour guide, who gave us all kinds of interesting facts and history about the Universal Orlando Park and about previous rides that had been there and the property itself. And she was just really fantastic from start to finish. As far as rides go, I would say the highlights for me were, of course, all things Harry Potter. With one exception, I did not ride the Forbidden Journey ride. I have ridden that once before in 2018, and it made me extremely nauseous. And I was actually considering riding it again. But Avalon had sort of given us this us the spiel about which rides are, um, you know, harder for people who tend to get motion sickness and which rides are, you know, more smooth. And, you know, I rode Velocicoaster and thought that was great, um, but chose to not ride the Forbidden Journey again, particularly because it was earlier in the day. And I'm pretty confident if I had ridden that ride earlier in the day, I would have maybe stopped me from riding other things later in the day. I might have needed a lot of time to recover. So I just didn't want to risk that. And I'm happy I made that choice. I really, other than that, I only skipped, I think, one other ride. I skipped the Rip Ride and Rocket because I was kind of done with coasters at that point. Um, and that one kind of seemed pretty intense. I did not enjoy the Incredible Hulk ride. While that and Velocicoaster are similar in the sense that they have lots of corkscrews and loop-de-loops, and so you're upside down, I don't know, like seven times on each of those rides. I actually found the intensity on the Hulk ride because of the way that sort of the G-Force pulls you backwards instead of up or forwards. It, it was more difficult on my body. Interestingly enough, um, you know, Nathan actually had the opposite and really enjoyed, he liked both, but he really enjoyed Hulk even, you know, more. So I, I think it just kind of depends on the person and what kind of 
uh, motion is harder on your individual body than it is necessarily do you get motion sick or do you not get motion sick? Because I found VelociCoaster to be incredibly enjoyable and smooth uh, versus I found The Incredible Hulk to be super disorienting. While I will say I didn't get nauseous on either of those rides, which is somewhat surprising considering that I do uh, suffer from motion sickness and I often get motion sick on bigger coasters. All in all, I would say this was an excellent value. It was a really great experience. We had a nice group and a nice number of people in the sense that we, instead of having the full uh, capacity of 12 people, there were actually only nine of us. So it was the three of us, uh, a couple and then a family of four. Our tour guide did let us know that the reason for this typically is we had a later in the day tour, meaning we didn't start till 10.30. They have tours that start at 8.30 and at 9.30 and at 10.30. And the earlier ones tend to fill up first. And that makes sense because of the heat. People want to start earlier in the day. That wasn't really an option for us since we were coming from Port Canaveral. We would not have been able to start at 8.30 or 9.30 in the morning. Like I said, all in all, a fantastic day, a great tour. I think a great value, in my opinion, uh, more value than uh, the Disney private tour experience because of all of the things that are included. As far as lunch goes, the food was very, very good. I did not think the service was that great, but it was a sit-down meal. And I don't know if the servers just feel like, oh, I'm not really working for tips because um, these meals are included. Although I will say... If you're on a VIP tour, you should still tip your waiters and you should still tip your tour guide. Would you like a chance to sail with the DCL Duo? Well, we have an opportunity for you. That's right. Next June is going to be our first ever inaugural DCL Duo podcast cruise. And we have a fun lineup of stuff on its way for that sailing. We're going to be on the magic for a three-night Bahamian sailing out of Fort Lauderdale on June 19th next year, 2024, with a stop at Lighthouse Point, one of the first sailings to go to Lighthouse Point. We are so excited to welcome all of you you, our listeners and fans out there to join us on this sailing. We've got some special things we want to do, including potentially an onboard recording of the podcast, which will just be so much fun. If you are interested in sailing with us, we would love to meet you. We always love to meet and interact with our listeners. So if you're interested, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo. That's mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo. Let them know you're interested in this sailing. We have a room block reserved, which means you've got opening day pricing locked in for some of our remaining rooms. So head over there, check it out. We'd love to see you on board with that. Thanks to My Path Unwinding Travel for sponsoring the show. And now back to the episode. Before I give my review, we've got Nathan here with us and I want to hear, Nathan, what were your top three favorite rides at Universal Orlando yesterday? Rip Ride and Rocket, The Incredible Hulk and Velocicoaster. What about Hagrid's? Did you like Hagrid's? Yes, but it's not my top three. Were you scared to go on any of these roller coasters when you first saw them? I was scared to go on Rip Run Rocket, uh, The Incredible Hulk, and Velocicoaster. Actually, I was not scared to go on Rip Run Rocket until I was actually on it. Because when we actually started going, I realized the coaster track I had seen that went 90 degrees up. That was Rip Ride and Rocket. And the thing is, I thought it was a 90 degree angle drop, but you're going up. You're going up at a 90 degree angle slowly. I will echo that 90 degree angle thing had me a little nervous. I thought I was going to slide out of my seat at one point, but uh, thankfully did not. So Nathan, what were your least favorite roller coasters yesterday or attractions? 
Yeah, King Kong, Mummy, and then Forbidden Journey. Would you go to Universal Studios Park again? 100%. There you have it. There you have it. What did you think of the food yesterday uh, for lunch and breakfast? On a scale of one to 10, it's a five. Fair. Very fair. Thanks, Nathan, for coming on. Oh, and one more thing. The one part about the food that's good is they give you nachos at the beginning. Yes, that's true. We had nachos at lunch. So just to quickly explain lunch, we had a sit down lunch in what would be the equivalent of like a Disney park restaurant. It wouldn't go so far as to call it signature dining by any stretch of the imagination. Each party of two gets one appetizer for lunch. Because we were a party of three, they round up. We get two appetizers. You get an entree, a non-alcoholic beverage, and and a dessert, which, spoiler alert, the dessert was a piece of milk chocolate. It was not something you got to choose. Uh, when you sit down for lunch, they have basically two appetizers that they you could choose from. So if you're getting two, they bring you two different ones. If you're getting one, you get to choose. You can choose any entree you want off the menu. I did not find the food to be especially great. I would recommend against the Chipotle chicken wrap that I had because the chicken in the wrap was cold. Now, the server warned me of this, but I guess it just didn't didn't register with me that that wouldn't be very good and uh, it was not great. So would not recommend that particular dish. My review of the thing overall is, or the tour overall, is that I had done it before and I enjoyed it before, which is why I decided to book it this time. I think it's a great way to get the marquee attractions at Universal Studios out of the way in a pretty efficient manner, get some really cool backstage opportunities. I have to give a huge shout out to our tour guide, Avalon. She was fantastic. If you're able to request a guide, I would highly, highly recommend her. I enjoyed her tour a lot more than the tour I had before. And some of the backstage experiences that she showed us were things that definitely didn't see before. Uh, But the ability to get 14 rides knocked out in an afternoon at Universal Orlando in better than 95 degree heat while still getting lunch and breakfast, it was unbelievable. I have heard in the past you might get some kind of discount at dinner. I think that's really just the 10% VIP discount. Um, And there's obviously lots of good restaurants over at City Walk if you want to grab dinner after the tour. I also think it's a great benefit to have that max pass for the rest of the day or the express pass for the rest of the day. So uh, unlimited, that's a pretty big benefit to get. So uh, overall, I love the tour. My favorite ride continues to be Hagrid's Motorbike Express. I enjoy Velocicoaster and I actually really liked uh, Rip Ride and Rocket. For those who don't know, the Rip Ride and Rocket Ride is a big red roller coaster. It's one of the older attractions, I think, or the older coaster attractions, at least. Uh, You do sit at a 90-degree angle like you're in a space shuttle taking off as you ride up the track to the first hill. There is a console in front of you on the ride where you get to select your music for the ride. So the premise of it is that you are filming a music video, and they're going to get shots of you on the ride for the music video. So you get to pick your song, ride the ride. Someone to me on social media mentioned that uh, they thought there were at least three different points where that ride could have ended and didn't. And and I agree. It's a very long ride. It's also a very uh, violent ride from the standpoint of like the shaking while you're in the seat. Um, it was fun. We enjoyed it. Nathan and I actually took two more rides on it before at the end of the day using the Express Pass that we had uh, before we decided to leave the park. So look, overall, I think it's a great way to see Universal Orlando. If you're coming down for a Disney trip and you just want to spend a day at Universal Orlando, you will get all the marquee rides uh, out done at Universal. Orlando in a day. And I think that that more than makes up for the ticket. And as Sam said, um, you know, with the valet parking, the free meals, uh, the free express pass that you get, unlimited express pass that you get, or the included uh, express pass, all of that starts to add up and make the ticket look much more attractive for the day, I think. So something you might definitely do again. I don't know that I do it every trip by any means, but if we're down here for a week and we want to hit up U of O one more time, I might, uh, I might check it out. So 
With that, that's our review of the Universal Orlando VIP Tour. I know we usually don't discuss parks-related things on our podcast, but several people asked us about the tour, so we wanted to be responsive to that and let folks know what the opportunity was. And I do, again, find it to be a great value and much better than a private VIP tour at Disney in terms of its value. So something to check out for sure. With that, we will see you next time. See you real soon. A big thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show, we really truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with a DCL duo. Good night. Good night.